welcome to the Reality of Herbal Therapy podcast. Today we're going to be talking about health food stores and what you can do to help your health food store, and if you own a health food store, what you can do to keep it afloat. So I've got Dr. James and Scott, and we'll turn it over to them. I've watched health food stores for almost 40 years, and there's been a lot of changes. Um, first, in the in, in, when I first got into the alternative health care business, uh, health food stores were pretty much uh, a haven to themselves. If you wanted some good information, you went to a mom-and-pop health food store. Pretty much that's all there was, was mom-and-pop health food stores. And you went in there and you talked a little bit and and, and you realized that the, the store keeps and the clerks really knew a lot of stuff about health. And the community began to be very uh, appreciative of that because they would talk about... A product and they had the product um, <clears throat> then the uh, the bigger retail markets decided wow there's a, a little bit of money there so then uh, regular grocery stores and and department stores started carrying health food items um, people failed to realize that just it wasn't that they had cheaper stuff cheaper price they actually had tr- cheaper vitamins and minerals um, I always tell people, you you buy your drugs from your local drug dealer or your drugstore. You buy your vitamins from a, a health food store, not a drugstore. There's a world's difference between the quality uh, of of those products. You get a multivitamin at a drugstore, it just doesn't make any sense. And you open up the bottle and the, and the, and the pill's silver. What in nature do you eat that's silver? That's a synthetic uh, color. That in itself ought to help your mind snap that something's wrong, but no. And then you have a nice green-looking healthy pill, and you bite it into it, and it's white inside. You know, just it's, it's all about getting your money. It's not about taking care of your health. So mom and pops, back to the point, mom and pop health food stores are something that I've tried to protect and work with and cherish and help people understand that that's really the right place to go. Well, the wonderful thing about a mom and pop is you walk in and there's somebody to talk to that's educated that can give you some good advice. Where a lot of these big stores, I asked them the other day, I went into one of the big stores and asked them for uh, some ox bile, and they're like, oh, we don't carry any ox bile. So I go, okay, where's your digestive section? And I went over there and I picked up a, an enzyme and looked on the back of it and it had ox bile in it. It's like, oh, there it is. <laughs> it's like the second product I looked at. But um, and the, and the clerk had no clue why you wanted oxbile to begin with. Exactly, and I've worked in um, health food stores as well, a mom pop health food <coughs> store. And if somebody came in and asked for oxbile, I'd say, oh yeah, we have it in this plant enzyme over here. We have it in this enzyme called digestive enzyme, enzyme. Or whatever, this digestive right. enzyme. Um, when you go into a mom pop health food store, they're educated. They know what they're talking about. And they can lead you in the right direction to get some things started. Now, granted, that's general. The people that work in big corporate health food stores, um, occasionally you'll get somebody that really is educated because 
They're they were no educated mom, by a mom pop store first. <laughs> yeah, they worked at they worked in a mom pop half a store. They either went out of business or moved or the the owners died or something, and now this individual is wanting to work in the health industry, and they're working for a big corporation. But the posture of the big corporation is point to a book and let them find out their own information, uh, grunt and and groan and and help people uh, as little as you can because they're worried about liability versus helping the people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what liability there is. If you got a good friend that you trust in health, you take their advice and their counsel, uh, and they're turning it into a, a legal issue, when in reality, uh, I think it's a moral issue. If somebody comes in and says, "I have a, I, 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 my stomach hurts, what can I do? And you know you really ought to tell them. So... For me, how I always felt I got around liability for myself when I was working in a health food store was I'd always say, because we had Dr. James's products in there all the time, I'd always say, well, Dr. James does this. <laughs> or um, yeah. I found that other customers have had success with this. Um, that sort of thing, and, and sharing you, experiences. And you know who has success on what because you're seeing it go in and out of your store. And you have have these good friends that use these products come back and say, oh, that made such a difference. Thank you. Exactly. And then you're able to say, well, I know that this person, uh, these, not specific names, but I've seen people have great success on this. And, and if they come in and they're specific, wanting an inferior product, I often say, well, I've, uh, I've seen some people have success on this, but I this other product I know is phenomenal. I've seen a lot of people take care of their eyes and... Um, slow down macular degeneration and all kinds of stuff. You know, it's really interesting. I've been in health food stores for almost 40 years, and I had I have had several instances where an individual is looking for something, and they have a magazine in their hand, and they, they're looking for a product like the, like the one they have in the article that's just to convince them that they... They need to have this product. And, of course, you can't buy it in a health food store because you have to order it from the magazine. Now, I'm not saying it's a bad product. I'm just saying it's different. And I've, <clears throat> on many instances, I've showed them a product that was that was comparable. Uh, a, a comparable either in accomplishing the pro- solving the problem or comparable in ingredients, either one. And I've had them just kind of turn their nose up at it because they had this magazine and and no amount of me helping them understand, try to help them understand that it, it will make a difference, would they accept? And then uh, there's been times when that's happened that I've got, gone and gotten a piece of literature that I have written about that formula and handed to them, and, and they walk around the health food store looking for whatever they want, and then they, and they breeze through this article, and many times they will buy it. Mm-hmm. And there's been times when I've stopped them and said, why, why did you decide finally decide to buy that formula? I says, well, right here it says, and they refer to the article, that I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> that I wrote. In fact, there's been times when I said, well, you know, I tried to help you earlier. I'm kind of a blunt, straightforward kind of guy. Uh, <clears throat> I tried to help you understand this formula, and now you've decided to buy it because of this article. I wrote that article. <laughs> oh, really? You did? And, and so there's something about the written word. So if somebody comes in to your store and either a friend said, come and get allosema for a bellyache or whatever, or come and get this particular herb, don't ever try to talk them out of that herb. Mm-hmm. Because they trust 
their friend. Whether it's the best advice or not, they trust their friend. So my advice to people that work in health food stores and people that are in health food stores, be aware of this. If they come in with a mission of, Scott told me to buy this herb, uh, it'll help whatever, don't try to talk them out of that. Help them find it, but then help them and say, either give them another piece of literature that will uh, that talks about a formula that will help a little better, mm-hmm. or and or show it to them. If that doesn't work, come back and get this. If you don't have the results you want, come back and get this. What I always did with individuals that came in like that, I would take them to whatever they wanted and then ask them why they're taking it and then tell them what I've seen work more uh, successfully and walk them over to the product, put it in their hands so they could look at it. And then if they didn't buy it, I sent them away with literature on it. Now, when I'm talking about this, I would sell uh, Dr. James's product. There's a lot of different formulas. And the reason I would push why them would towards you, Dr. James's product... Why would you push them toward Dr. James's formulas? Because they're a therapy formula. When it comes to... Um, treating an ailment, especially in this health food store I worked in, Dr. James would come in and he would see clients um, every other week. And if I pushed them towards his products, they would get hooked on them and want to see Dr. James. Plus, when he would see them as a client, they would have a therapy specifically taking care of their health and they would consistently buy for their therapy versus most people come into a health food store or dabblers. They've um, heard about this and they want to try this and they hear about something else and they're trying to take care of a specific health problem but they're trying a thousand different things and never staying on anything long enough to take care of it. I In the clinic, you mentioned that, i, I got to respond to that. In the clinic, I've had many people, I tell them, bring in everything you're taking, your vitamins and minerals, your all that kind of stuff. And without question, I only, only utilize maybe 10% of what they're doing. They're spending a tremendous amount of money on peripheral formulas and, and dabbler formulas when in reality all they needed was to, to, to change their diet or something simple like that. But they're, they're looking for some magical pill. And boy, I tell you, the way they write those articles, everything in there is a magical pill. You get those little magazines yep. on health. And the reason I asked why you did uh, Dr. James Furness because I was feeling kind of sad today and I needed somebody to pat me on the back. <laughs> so that's the reason I ask. <laughs> so, back to the point. Health, health, health industry has changed. Mm-hmm. The mom and pop, you used to go to mom and pop health food stores and, and the people there really knew this stuff. Now, big corporate uh, has decided, wow, there's lots of money in health food. So we'll be, we'll be these huge edifices like grocery stores and they have wonderful produce and, and they do they have wonderful produce and they have a bulk section and a cosmetic section they put absolutely every brand they can think of they stuff it in there and then they then they have little uh, minimum wage people which is sad uh, and they try to, and they tell them we want you wa- running we want you running from place to place. In fact, I, I have patients that work in these stores, and they say, our pace is supposed to be uh, not running, but walking very fast, as fast as we can walk without running. And and I think, well, how are you going to stop and answer a question? And say, oh, they don't want us to. They tell us, refer them to the, these books. And then I had one, one customer that works in those health food stores tell me, when the, when the money's down, the manager says, go stand in your vitamin or herb section or wherever it is and make some money. 
and then they want her to explain and talk <laughs> because the revenue's down, so they actually want to go back to the to the characteristic of a mom and pop store: mm-hmm. caring, sharing, and talking, and and helping people. So it's just kind of mix a mix mixed messages there. You know, I've watched um, one of our health food stores in particular that um, they carry a lot of different products. And um, there's high seasons and low seasons for health food stores. And the summer is one of those lower seasons. And I've seen that, well, I've, in talking to the owner or whatever, I know that their money drops significantly. But our product sales to them don't drop as significantly as the other products. And the reason I believe that is is because our product is backed by a healthcare professional, backed by Dr. James or someone that goes in there and helps. And most any health food store that we sell to, we're willing to either do Skype with them and work with their patients or be there in person. And it makes a big difference because there's someone backing it and promoting the product, but also selling them a therapy versus a product. In health food stores, they're selling a lot of different products, but how often is a in a product line that you're selling an actual therapy? When it's sold as a therapy, that this person's going there for a therapy, it's... It changes drastically. Uh, we have customers that come in that if they went and walked into a health food store, the clerk would probably sell maybe $100 worth of product. But if they sold them $100 worth of product and told them they'd get better on it, but you should, you'll get a lot better if you see Dr. James, and then you go and see Dr. James, they're going to buy three to $600 a month of product. To take care of their specific To take care of their specific health. And they're going to do that no matter what season it is. They're going to come in in the summer and do that. They're going to come in in the winter and do that. All through the year, they're going to take care of their health issues much more consistently than someone that is coming in and read an article about it, and they think, oh, I got a little extra money. I can go and spend it at a health food store. I've had people whine and complain about me putting them on 30 pills a day. Now, that's not really a lot when you open them up and you look at this. It's pretty fruit. average. 30 pills a day. And then I tell them, bring in all the other vitamins and minerals you have, and we'll get them all sorted out. And they're taking that many more, and they wind up out my 30 that's going to take care of them versus the 30 that they bought off of articles and stuff like that. Yeah. What we try to do is we prioritize. Generally, within three months, six of the persons are really, really tough, really hard really in bad shape. Three months, we can generally have most people on track and making some significant problem pro- progress in their health. Then we bite off another problem. But if you take the major problems and deal with them, and that's what we're... These formulas grew out of the clinic, not out of the retail market. Well, let's see. What can we build to make it to... These people are selling this product. Let's, what can we, how can we compete with that? We've never done that. If somebody makes a good pro- product, we just use the product. But freshness and uh, ingredients are, are paramount. Mm-hmm. Uh, herbs have got to be fresh. Uh, most retail markets, all their stuff go to a warehouse and set for quite a few months before they're ever to the people. So we notice a significant change with people using our formulas, the only reason we made these formulas is because it wasn't anything comparable in the marketplace. And I, I've looked at a lot of other brands when I was working in health food stores there. Dr. Oz would talk about something. So <laughs> every company made a formula that Dr. Oz talked about. There was green coffee bean uh, extract on the shelf now. And he had talked about raspberry ketones. So we had raspberry ketones and green coffee bean extract in one. 
And the, their formulas, I saw a lot of formulas rise out of those <clears throat> sorts of things or come up um, in a lot of different companies, and they would promote them because Dr. Oz talked about it. But by the time they make their formula and they get it on the shelf, Dr. Oz is on to something new. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but that's just... I, I've seen a lot of things come up from that, but that's not how these formulas have been created of ours. They it been Dr. James working specifically with a patient, and nothing else was doing the trick. So he made a formula that was successful and consistently works. Well, Dr. Oz, I don't know what kind of doctor he is. I'm sure he's a very good doctor. But he's an awesome marketer. Awesome marketer. He would talk about things that weren't even made. And I think what happened was somebody decided, here, this is a new product. Nobody's ever heard of it. And give him the information. Then he'd talk about it. And, and then by the time it was on the shelf, he was on to something else. Yeah. Now, granted, weight loss and that kind of stuff are, are, are people spend a lot of money on that. We, we have a weight loss program. We're not going to talk about it today. But basically, you clean up your body, and your body works right. Um, I said I wasn't going to talk about it, so I'm going to move on. Um, back to mom and pop health food stores. I've said that several times. Now the climate. It used to be that every mom and pop health food store would carry most all of the major brands that were advertised out there. Why? Because that's what brought people in. But now it has changed because we've got these big corporate stores that have got all kinds of stuff. And what has happened in the marketplace, and it's sad, is that people will go to the mom-and-pop health food stores and get educated. They may buy the, the first product at the mom-and-pop health food stores that the clerk has helped them understand, but the next time they're going go to the, they're going to go to the big corporate place where we can buy it cheaper. Or the Internet. Or the internet. The internet's a big issue for the mom-pops because a lot of people go in and get trained in the mom-pop health food store and then go to the internet because they can get it for half the price. They can get it for the price that the health food store buys it from the same company. In fact, there are certain products that I have to have in the clinic and I buy them off the internet. Yeah, because they're cheaper than buying it directly from from the the manufacturer. That's right. That's right. So the the climate has really changed. So we notice a lot of mom-and-pop health food stores struggling we got mom and pop health food stores that traditionally would, in mean, communities, are pretty much the only health food store that that do five thousand dollars a day. That's pretty darn good. But now they're with when the big guys come into the market, they're 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 dying because the big corporate stores undercut them for a, a year to two years. You know, I was working with a little health food store that. There was a lot along the lines of um, wanting to have any of the product that people come in, and she was real. They were really along the lines of wanting to have just. They thought this product was really good quality, a specific product, but this specific product could be bought online for less than what she or less than what they could put it on the shelf for, less than what the little health food store could be. And she knew she had customers tellers uh, had customers tell them specifically that. They would buy it on. Oh no, I'm going to get that online because it's half the price. And getting a concept past some health food stores of yes, it may be a good product, but is it a good product for your store? You need to find a health food store to survive and do well. Needs a health food product that is good quality and will be successful, but that doesn't undercut you online. That doesn't undercut you. 
um, other places because if you are undercut somewhere, people are online all the time. If you are undercut online, you are not going to sell it consistently to this person. They will find it online cheaper and they will have it shipped to them because they can ship it and pay for it and get it less than what you can get for it in your store. So and that's one of the things you have to consider when you're looking at products or if you're going to change with products. And there's nothing wrong with that. If somebody wants to buy something off the internet, that's great. That's great. But if your store is going to survive and be viable, you need to find a product that does not compete with you on the internet. Exactly. And then what you want to do is you people may still want that product that you had promoted that is undercutting you online, but you start moving them over. You can find a formula in another line that's almost exactly the same because a lot of formulas are very standard. Um, and move them over to the product that doesn't over undercut you. And then your customers, customers are very brand faithful. <laughs> I found a lot of people, I've had people that come in to a health food store. No, I've got to have cow. Yeah, I've got to have they've got to have that brand, even though it may have the, like say a, a mineral, they come in and it has the exact same minerals in it, and it has the exact same flowage and everything, different brand. And they're very faithful to that specific one. So working your customers, customers that already trust you, and then you put them on a specific brand, moving them to a different one makes it so you can talk about how it's better or whatever. Moving them to that one makes them faithful to a brand they can't get cheaper somewhere else and saves your market. Well, there's, there's I've given advice to mom and pop health food stores, and they wondered, what what can I do? I'm, I'm losing my, my market share, my... My community's not supporting me anymore. They're going into the big city and they're getting it or they're getting it off the internet. My advice is look, go through every one of the products you have and see if you can buy it online cheaper than what's on your shelf. And if you can, then earmark that to phase it out of your store. Mm -hmm. Because your customers are buying it off the internet. And that's fine if they buy on the internet. What we want to do is give you the advice to get a good quality formula that is that is that doesn't compete with you on several levels the big boys are undercutting you the internet's undercutting you you know you've got to get that off your shelves in my opinion for a good health food store to succeed they need um, unique brands that they aren't going to undercut them online and they need ones they need a large line of that that has individual herbs because most people come in for an individual herb and they need a large line of that is unique to their store or at least it's not going to undercut them online or you don't find in the big boys that they have a lot of individual products and then i highly recommend that they have dr james's products because you can take care of every health issue the other products are you get them in they're going to ask for an individual product and then you recommend them to a formula that's going to work better and then they're going to get on a therapy with Dr. James or um, one of the healthcare professionals supporting the line and they're going to be hooked on a therapy that they're going to buy multiple products for an extended period of time until they're better and then they're going to tell their friends and their friends are going to come in and do the same thing you don't have therapy on individual herbs very often um, but there's therapy with Dr. James's products. So you have the ability to be a very successful store if you um, can have there what they are coming in for, but then able to recommend them to something better, they'll put them on a therapy program. You mentioned something in what you're saying that made me think about how I find, how I know whether I've trained the staff at a healthy store enough. I issue a challenge and I tell them, okay, 
when people come in here, I want you to find an an ailment or a problem, a meta, a, a problem. Not a, not my hair is dry and crusty. Well, that'll solve that too with a little coconut oil. But find something that you can't treat with my formulas. And if they can find something that they can't treat with my formulas and solve, then I've not trained them well enough. Because my formulas that I have are ninety percent of my therapy. That's not counting changing people's diets. Well, okay, that's as, a that's a large yeah. percentage. As an herbalist and then as working in health food stores, I know when I was working in a health food store, there wasn't anything anyone asked for that I couldn't move them over to one or two of your products that would take care of it better and that wouldn't work for it. I mean, there aren't thousands of different products, but there are formulas that take care of the different systems of the body. And the reason they work is we're not targeting certain hormonal functions that aren't working properly. We're, target, we're targeting massive nutritional deficiencies or nutritional deficiencies that are the basis of those problems. Mm-hmm. Or feeding, nourishing, and detoxifying the body. And as a health food store, um, I heard a quote that says, nothing fails like success. <laughs> nothing fails like success. <laughs> because when you're successful, you always have to be changing, improving. You always have to be doing something new to continue to have success. But also, um, you have to not be married to some of your products. If a product starts undercutting you online... Or if it's sold in a drugstore... Or if it's sold in a drugstore or other places like that, then it's no longer a healthy product for your store. It may be a good product. It may be a good quality product that's really awesome, and there's a lot of good literature on it, but it may, it's no longer good for your store because that means you're going you're gonna to educate people, and you're going to get them so they love it, and that's what they're going to buy for the rest of their life. And they're no longer going to buy it from you for the rest of their life. They're going to buy it from the internet or somewhere else. So you want them to be hooked on what they will come back to you for. We've always had the commitment of supporting mom and pop health food stores. If we, first off, if a big corporation came to us and said, we want you to private label your formulas for us and put them in our health food stores, we would never do that. First off, um, that's not my goal. Uh, I like big mom and pop health food stores. Go buy your vegetables and your produce there. But a mom and pop health food store will serve you much better. But back to you guys that own these health food stores. So a unique product is, is very, very important. A good quality. There's several vitamin companies out there that have a full line. They're very, they're unique. They don't sell to other big corporations, health food stores, things like that, they can be found. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, our formula, you may find a, uh, an individual that makes uh, a soap uh, or, or other things. Target, look, mm-hmm. try to find those those products. That Even are Walmart does it. Walmart it? private labels. It has a private label that they have companies, a private label for them, and it's unique, and people go back there for that line. You know, even Walmart does it. It makes all, huge companies do it. Little stores need it even more. There's a lot of companies that private label, and that doesn't mean some of these people that are private labels sell to all the big stores, but they look different. They have different names. They are a unique private label, so you can't just take it and go and 
get it at the other store. It still looks different, and those ones are still good for your store. They're still not as bad as something that <laughs> they'll undercut you. You just have to do your research and see if you could look at their line and find it anywhere else. If it's easy for you to find it anywhere else, then that's where the problem is. Then as then as a health food store owner, you need to be looking, and we encourage you to look at ingredients. Because ingredients, just because the word natural is on the label doesn't mean it's natural. Legally, according to labeling, if there's 10% natural ingredients, it can be called natural. So sources are very, very important to look at and, and ask your suppliers what your sources are. Some of the sources would really surprise you. That's why we make the formulas we make. Well, we've chewed on this quite a bit, over 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you want to mention about no, mom and pop health food stores? I think we covered it because one of the most important things to me, I think, for a health food store is those unique private label products. Those are what are going to make you survive. And that's not saying you may not have some now on your shelf and you may have some Gaia and you may have some other big name brands because people come in and they buy it from you and it's also a hook that they come in asking for it and you sell them one of them but you hook them on something else that they're going to consistently buy. But the bulk of what you sell should be unique products because you have to be unique to survive in this day and age. We have a we have a, a customer patient, I mean a customer loyalty program that has been very effective in helping people, especially if they we send them up to the big boys to buy their produce. We, we, we have noticed they come back to the mom and pop health food stores to purchase their vitamins, your minerals, and stuff like that because we have a, a customer loyalty program. So if you're interested in that, email us and we'll give you the information on how to do that. Oh, yeah. If you know a health food store in your town that you want them to carry our product, let them know. They can carry our product. It has to be a mom-pop health food store, though. And if you own a mom-pop health food store, get a hold of us. We'd love to work with you.